Happy Friday! Welcome back to Cosmic Love, the podcast. We've got Astro Girl, of course, and then today we're actually driving to Philadelphia. That's where we're working today. So, who's driving? Astro Boy. I think that's his name today. <laughs> Hi, you guys. So, I'm so sorry we didn't have a podcast yesterday. Astro Boy was a little under the weather, and unlike me, when I sounded like Snuffleupagus, he just, he was really we had to take a break yesterday, but we're here and we're back. Um, our question for today comes from Erica Rose. Erica Rose, I think she lives in North Carolina or South Carolina. Um, she's a Facebook friend. Her question, is, sorry, I have to clear my throat. You guys know the sound? So we are 420 friendly. Yes, we are. Um, so our question from her is actually, how did we get into the adult entertainment business? Now, a lot of people actually ask this question, and it's a, it's, it has a lengthy answer, so that's going to be our only question for today's podcast, actually. And I guess it all starts... Pandemic. I think it's... It was a little bit. It's pre... Yeah, I was about to say definitely pre-pandemic, because I was definitely a dancer already. Like, I used to dance... Oasis, Norma, so many different clubs in Baltimore. And then we went to Georgia. And you danced down there for a little while. And that's when the pandemic hit. Like, I was basically a stay-at-home mom, and dancing was just like, she had already, play money. She had already put us on, like, different little uh, grown-up websites and stuff. And I used to be like, man, I don't want to be on that. My mama going to see this. She's like, why your mama watching for <laughs> Yeah, because I had definitely, before we even had, like, stage names, we had videos on, like, Pornhub and stuff. Because it was just, like, fun for me. And, and then, then we moved down to Georgia, and I was making really, really good money. Then the pandemic hit, and they put me on, like, this salary, and it was way under what I was normally making. And she was saying me, like, struggling. I was going through it, stressing out, like, man, we all alone down here, and we all we got felt like everything was on me that she decided to help me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just like it seemed like wasted potential to be honest like in a strip club it's like there's no off button now i can honestly say like if you guys watch oh my gosh what is that show i'm watching right now all the queen's men on bt plus it has uh eva the girl from america's next time out Basically, she's a madam. She runs a strip club. If you ever watched that or, um, what's that show down in the valley where the girls get naked in P-Valley? You guys get, like, a little inside scoop of what it is, like, actually being a sex worker. Um, I was very, what you mean? I was very clear on my boundaries as a sex worker, um, because, like, sex work and prostitution are two different things. I know you think prostitution is sex work, but it's, it is and it isn't. It's like, it's, it's lanes for this stuff. And basically, when I was in a club, all I was doing was dancing. So my money, it wasn't as long, right? And then when COVID happened, it was like everybody was stuck in a house. So I was able to create this fantasy for people who actually have no access to me. And I think something about not actually having access to the person just kind of made that fantasy grow. And once I had a fan base, it was like, I mean, I can go back to being a stay-at-home mom and just, like, be normal. But 
A, the residual income is freaking awesome. B, I get to actually have dreams that I never had before. And it's great for my marriage. I mean, I'm grateful to have a confident partner or a secure partner. But it's fun. Yeah, and it really, like, took off quicker than we expected. I had to quit the dealership because of it because they started saying I was focusing too much on my, my porn and, and not selling cars. And it was like shade with it too. And the crazy part is his manager was actually my uncle. It was so much shade with each other. Like, and, and now that I think back on it, it's like, well, my uncle being his manager. And like I said, y'all, I was a stay-at-home mom, but it was not by choice. Like, I was really ready to get back into the workforce and all that stuff. And I went to college. I, you know, finished school and all that good stuff. But they had so many promises and they wasn't coming through. Yeah, it was like I couldn't find a reliable, trustworthy babysitter because I wasn't just finna put my babies in daycare. Like, I'm in a new state. I don't know nobody. If they can't stay with family, then it's not happening. Um, like, nobody's available when I actually need them. It was just weird, you know? But then when I actually stepped back and looked at it, I realized that, like, all these jobs that my auntie had promised me, I realized she was never able to come through with those jobs because had I had to make my husband accountable for actually being a husband and not just a worker, he would have been doing bad at work. See, if my uncle couldn't have him in a dealership seven days a week because, oh, your wife is at work and, damn it, this is not fair. You got to pull half of your weight. Like, I work. I got to be with the kids. Like, you got to help at home. You feel what I'm saying? I was going to mess up my uncle's money in a dealership. So because of that, all these promises that were given once we got down there, I'm like, damn, nobody's helping me. So what happened? She put on her big girl panties and she helped her motherfucking self. And it ain't like they've been the same since the beginning. You just turned up on them. Look, look, because when I bet on me, I ain't never going to spend me wrong. And it just went up from there. And of course, a lot of those relationships kind of diminish, but it's all good. Is what it is. It kind of comes with the territory. But I think my biggest advice for anybody that's thinking about getting into, like, the adult industry, if you have, if you're, like, insecure or, like, basically, if you can't do it in front of the people who you feel like are judgmental towards you, don't do it. If you can't tell your mom when you do it, don't Yeah, like, don't do it. If you're afraid of, oh, somebody might air this out or somebody might say it, don't do it. It's not for you. But what, what behooves me, though, is that I get called all these undercover names and stuff, but it's like everybody wants to do it. I just feel like people don't have the confidence to do it. Like, people are too afraid of what the other person will say. It ain't it. You ain't got anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they not paying your bills. That's what it really is for me. Like, I don't know. The fans outweigh the naysayers, and I've just heard the naysayers wrong so many times that it's kind of fun now. You're not a $2 really sexy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so why not show the world, you know what I'm saying? Let's show. So, ironically, I'm only like eight minutes into this podcast. So we got, the question was, how did we start in the adult industry? So um, initially I started, I was like 19 years old when I started dancing. And shout out my cousin. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say her name. Her name Kiki. That's not her real name, but if my family listen, y'all know who she is. <laughs> but I just want to shout her out because at 19 years old, when I decided I wanted to go, and mind you, I was going to Coppin State University at the time. I didn't have any children. Um, I was just going to school, and I was working a regular job. But 
my last class was like nine o'clock at night. Like I never forget, I had a math class my first semester, real late at night, and I was just like this working shit. I was working at the ESPN zone my senior year in high school. Oh my god, probably gonna figure out how old I am. And I worked there until it actually went out of business. And then when that happened, I'm like, I can't work a regular job. Like I worked at ESPN zone like from twelve to twelve at night, basically. And, um, I used to see it down there. I'm gonna get, <laughs> I'm gonna get you on the But I But I just couldn't <laughs> like I couldn't fix my head. Like I knew I'm like I gotta finish college. But oh, and mind y'all, if y'all don't know, I paid the school out of pocket. Like I didn't receive no financial aid. Um, um that's a whole nother story, but like a whole nother episode. Just keep in mind, I didn't receive any financial aid. Like, I paid to go to Coppin State University out of my own pocket. I went to hair school so I could learn how to do hair better, so I could support my, you know, pay to go to freaking school. And I'm like, I need more money than this. So I go to my cousin, and she used to be a dancer. But mind you, she got, she has had a, has a beautiful body, right? But at this time in life, she's like 10 years older than me. So she like, she told me just like this, like, I put you on, but I want you to know this is my last run. So my first run was my cousin's last run. And like she really she took me in a club and she just told me everything. She told me what not to do, where not to go, what dates you not going on. Like she really put me there, y'all. Like, and I mean, I've been offered all types of drugs, y'all. And you see she's still saying, okay? Like I've always been and I'm I'm forever grateful to Kiki for that. But yeah, so that's how I started in the strip club, and I worked at Oasis, which was a predominantly white club in Baltimore, and then somebody had seen me in Oasis and had recommended that I go over to Norma. They was like, you probably make a lot more money over at Norma, and that's when I went there. But I'm going to keep it funky with y'all. I worked at Norma's like two days because the second day, it was this girl, and uh, I've probably told you the story before. She, doing my set, like, while I'm dancing, first of all, when we was in the locker room, she kept saying little slick shit, like, when they start letting kids work here and stuff like that, and, like, I was real tiny when I was younger, like, real, real tiny, and she was just saying little slick shit, and I'm like, man, y'all do not want me in here fighting, like, these bitches is gonna try to fuck my face up and shit, like, I don't want me in here doing all that, right? So... shower curtains up, it was all types of weird shit, and I just, 
I was doing teeth whitening and teeth stone. Shout out uh, the jewelry bar, India Steph. She's a fucking awesome teacher and she's an awesome dentist. Braces, all that good stuff. But I got my training from her, my certification, and then COVID hit. I'm like, I don't want to be in nobody's mouth. This shit's scary. And likewise, the strip clubs. So that's how it all it all unfolded. And how I got started in the strip club. You know, I used to put the sock on the side. <laughs> no, sir. Mm. All this craziness came from the Astro Girl. Oh, my gosh. Lord have mercy. That was too much. <coughs> yeah. You done with your story? No. I'm sorry. We driving. I was just wondering why the police was sitting out sideways on the highway. Y'all couldn't see that, but my, my silence probably. Yes, it's a beautiful day, you guys. I hope everybody has awesome plans. I see we have viewers in Belgium, Nigeria, Germany, like Jamaica, Jamaica, United States. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for all of the followers. Thanks for tuning in. And Erica Rose, I'm so sorry, Shorty. If you say it's okay to use your real name, I use your real name because I really know you in real life. But I, I see your name, though. I see you. I know you. I know who you are. And I, I really do apologize, honey. Do you remember the JKL Club? I'm going to just leave that there. Yeah. You guys, happy Friday. That If you guys want to know who that other voice is, that is, that is Shooty on, on Duty, duty. y'all. It's your, your Instagram, Shooty on Duty XL, right? Shooty XL, yeah. That's it, Shooty on Duty XL. Make sure y'all check them out on IG. Boy can sing. This boy can sing. Say, <laughs> so, do he sing? No, he sang. He sang. Y'all yes. take care of yourselves. Be blessed. Love one another. Be nice to one another. Continue to grow. Oh, and shout out to Reggie, Mr. Powerhouse. I'll be waiting on my intro song. You guys, we'll have an intro song coming soon. Like, I'm actually working on it. Something that everybody will like, I promise. Have a good weekend. Ask your boy out.